The zombies come out at night. I found myself scratching the ceiling of my brain, trying to catch a flight. See, I'm just a Negro trying to figure out what's wrong and what's right. See, I don't even know if I should listen to the Israelites or Brother Polite. I was also studying 5% while getting bent. I seen the zombies, the darkness, the darkness seemed to jump me. My faith lacked, and I didn't know how to grab it back. I was stuck in my ways and just getting lit, when I should just be in somebody's pulpit. But I'm out with the zombies. Every morning, I would face the book, a book that barely speaks any truth. I would face a L, but see, I didn't receive any losses. I try to walk like y'all, I don't believe in wearing crosses. I want to create my own platform. I was destined to be great, that's a swarm. But I have these relapses. I really lynch my mind And that liquor makes me feel fine So I think But it only brings more demons And I hope I'm forgiven for acting like a heathen Inshallah, alhamdulillah I'm divorcing long hours at the bar Truth is realizing your own scars So I face myself Can't even talk to some of my family members anymore they think I need help. They heard I was listening to Farrakhan. They crucified me like they did Mary's son. Can I blow reefer around you as you speak truth to me? Can you look at the depths of my soul? Tell me what I got to sacrifice. Tell me where I should think twice. As I take a couple puffs, can you tell me how I can make my blessings double up? How can I stop worrying and such? Can you speak truth to me? Who am I? Where am I supposed to be? Is it right here where I'm lacking faith and having constant dates with fear? I can I ask you this one thing? Can you run to the store and buy me another beer? Can I smoke this weed while drinking my 40? And I tell you how I feel. Can you promise not to break this seal? These scars are hard to peel. But if I open up, will you be able to deal?
Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back. It's Blue Alliance, the podcast, the best podcast, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's your host, Black Line, with my co-host, Blue Line. What's up, man? And we also got our engineer slash producer in here today with us, uh, Mr. Antoine. What's up, what's up? Yo, if this is your first time hearing this, you are about to hear something so cold. Uh, yeah. I am a black young male from Memphis, Tennessee. My co-host, Blue Line, is a middle-aged... Yes, thank you. <laughs> he is a middle-aged, uh, 10-year-plus cop. Uh, our, conversa- our conversations about bigger issues, and today we're going to talk about a little bit about religion. We talked about it a, a little bit on our last episode. Mm-hmm. We introduced the 5% Nation. Uh, if you haven't checked that one out, uh, go, go check it out, uh, but... We're going to go ahead and open up the show. I got a question for you guys. Uh, so I was reading, doing a little studying the other day. I came across uh, Acts chapter 10, verse 39, and it said, And we are witness of all that he did both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. Now what I want to I, I wanna ask this. Do you guys think that Jesus was lynched? Or was he literally crucified? And how does that play for black people in today's society? Because black people are so-called being lynched, murdered in the streets. And why do black people submit to a cross now if that verse says that he was hanging from a tree? Antoine? Oh, man. I'm going to defer to you on this one. <laughs> uh, does anybody know the official definition of lynching? Like, we know what it is according to us, but, mm-hmm. like, uh, in my eyes, yes, he was lynched. Mm. Like, physically lynched? Like, was he, you know, hung by the rope? Or? No. Uh, or was well, there's the, multiple Or ways. was it the three piercings? The way that you lynch somebody has changed. Mm-hmm. Right. The intent is what matters. Mm-hmm. The the way of doing it has evolved, but mm. I think. That's that's what's key I mean, is what what's the point of killing this person? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The manner doesn't matter so much. Mm. Now you said that what was the point of killing killing him? So let's let's go into that too. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I I digged up a lot, uh, and it said that uh, at the time uh, that Jesus was being lynched, that hold on, let me pull it up real fast. Oh yes, he was a poor peasant. Uh, and he was killed by white Romans. Mm-hmm. I think that's relatable to today. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was going against a system, mm-hmm. just like how most people like Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. How would you think? How do you guys think that relates to today's society? Well, I would say that. As we discussed in the very first episode, mm-hmm. the chances of Jesus being dark-skinned are enormous and pretty much a guarantee. Jesus isn't a white person. Now, Romans, however, were. Mm-hmm. So it begs the question, you know, all those years, 2,000 years ago, in in that part of the world, were they putting up and dealing with things that we're currently dealing with? Mm. I mean, has, has the color of one's skin always been that big of an issue? Mm. Um, has now and Jesus's message. I think, regardless of what your belief system is, whether you're Muslim or agnostic or atheist or Christian, nobody really has a bone to pick with Jesus. 
mm-hmm. pretty much everybody agrees that his message was genuine and pure. Mm-hmm. So why would somebody who's promoting something so good that so many different groups of people can come together and say, yes, this is good. This is, this is good information. This is a good way to live. This is good advice. Mm-hmm. How does that guy end up getting killed? Because everybody, at least in hind- everybody today agrees. Mm-hmm. Like Muslims don't think that he's the son of God, but they think he was a prophet. They, they yeah. respect him. Yep. Um, agnostics and atheists debate whether of course they don't believe he was the son of god but they believe that a lot of his message was good and pure mm-hmm. all right um so why why kill him mm. could it just be as simple as the color of his skin in a white empire do you think it was not only the color of his skin but what he he was a rebel yeah That's he exactly. was he was about yeah. to lead like martin the king mm-hmm. yeah. uh martin the king uh you know White America was okay with Martin Luther King for a while until he started reaching into white folks' pocket. Mm-hmm. When he mm-hmm. started to uh, do the bus boycott, when he started the, uh, what was it in Memphis with the garbage collector? Uh, and the garbage like that. strike. He, yeah, the garbage strike. He he felt like they needed a raise. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then white people were like, hold on now. Mm-hmm. And then black people started to be liberated with what he was saying and what, what Malcolm was saying. Uh, but Martin also um, had a thing after, because a lot of white people like to bring up the I have a dream speech. Mm-hmm. But Martin also said that I, I fear that I have walked my people into a burning house, meaning that in, instead of because Malcolm's whole thing was let's separate, mm-hmm. let's get our own stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Martin's thing was let's integrate. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. when we started to integrate, he realized that this shit not working. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's not working. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to ask this question, too. Uh, I got this uh, question from uh, the theologian, Mr. Uh, James Cone. If you guys have not heard of him, I advise you to go look him up. Uh, he said, "Are white people black people's keep black people's keeper?" And he was referring to the Cain and Abel story. Uh, when Cain killed Abel, mm-hmm. God came down and said, uh, "Cain, do you not uh, hear your brother's blood uh, coming from the ground?" And he said, "Are you your brother's keeper? Mm-hmm. Do white people not feel that the blood that's being shed?" on the ground by black people? Do they not feel like they should have any type of care or anything like that? Antoine, you can jump in, too, if you got... I, I, I by default, have to defer it to Blue. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a speculation on it at this point. Yeah. yeah. I don't think white people care. Mm. That's, wow. that's Yeah, I, don't, I just don't think we care. Um, because of our privilege, we get to live in an existence of our own choosing and our own making. Yeah, and we're one of one of the things that comes with privilege is not having to worry about other people. We don't have to worry about people who look different than us now, because it's a white world. Is it because when you were raised, you had a white guy, you had a white Jesus? Yeah, everything's just, every, uh, every, That's the status quo. How did how was your religious background like? What was the 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 theology that you you grew up well in. i i was raised non-denominational okay, non, non, non. uh full gospel slain in the spirit speaking in tongues really works of the holy spirit mm. pentecostal wow that's yeah wow. very oh, so very, you guys like you man y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 my whole childhood my i remember distinctly as a child watching people get slain in the spirit falling down in church the women would get towels put over their legs because they'd be wearing dresses and so they wanted them to be modest and yeah. and people be speaking in tongues and then after somebody would speak in tongues somebody else would uh, interpret what the message from God mm. meant that was my childhood 
Yeah. Yeah, like over the top. Yeah, you got the full mm-hmm. you got the white version of the extreme black yes. version of right. the Yeah. Absolutely. Oh wow. Tom, yeah. would you like to like give like a brief intro or a, just a general statement well, about how you Man, Christianity for me was uh and like the denomination that you grew up in. Specifically, we both of us grew up in Church of Christ. Yeah, I'm still Church of Christ. Yeah, um, it's it's kind of like the outcast of especially the Black Christian community because we don't do instrumental music, we mm. don't do choirs. It's congregational singing. It's very much. I kind of described it as like if Black people were Amish. <laughs> like, <laughs> to be honest with you, like especially in the older, like even before me, they were very, you know. Women didn't wear pants in yeah. church. They wore, you know, below the knee skirts. And, you know, uh, the man stood in front and, you know, the woman was to be silent. And, yeah. You know. And that's Church of Christ, you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Church of Christ. And there's a lot of it other did. sections of black church that do that, too. But we yeah. were the ones that were. Tuan, did your uh, family, like, growing up in the Church of Christ household, did they think that the Church of Christ was the only way to get to heaven? Yeah. Yeah. One Lord, yeah. one faith, one baptism. Yeah. Which it has somewhat scriptural grounds but like did you did you ever like disagree at some point in your life with that like just the whole church of christ is the only way to go or not, not yeah really? no okay when you look at the bible and jesus talks about establishing a church he says upon this rock i will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it when you say it that kind of denotes one thing right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i agree that there was one way through christianity but who knows what way it is for real, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I lean towards Church of Christ because you're going to name something after you. And then once you go through history and you realize Christ was a moniker put on later, right. you kind of let that go. You know, too. a lot of people say, now, so, was it, was Jesus the originator of Christianity or was it Apostle Paul? Oh, it was Paul. It was Paul, like, as far as, like, the the hard and fast rules that we go by, mm-hmm. Paul did a lot of that stuff. But as far as establishing the church, it's Christ. Dr. Bart Ehrman, who's mm-hmm. the premier, uh, is that, did I get the name right? Is it Bart Ehrman? I have no idea. I think so. <laughs> I, my apologies if I got that name wrong. I'll look it up here in a second. But yeah. <laughs> he's he's probably one of the best New Testament scholars that we have today. Mm-hmm. And he believes that Jesus wasn't even aware of what he was doing mm-hmm. as far as starting a movement. Jesus yeah. wasn't. His intention wasn't to go out and start Christianity. Well, he was a poor carpenter. To, yeah. yeah. Um, his opinion is that Paul absolutely is the impetus of Christianity, mm-hmm. and that Jesus was more or less naive to what he 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 had a message certainly, but he he did not intend nor foresee what it was going to become. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And I think I think the scripture backs that up. I mean, Paul was definitely the most influential Christian. Yeah. Um, Ever, probably. Um, now, many white people, including black people, refuse to announce that God may be black, also Jesus. Why is that? Is it is that just another form of white supremacy? Or even in the black community, like, do we fear that our Savior might be black? Or, like, what's, what's the deal with that? Hmm. Did, what, did you say that... Uh... What? The, what, what, say your question again. Because <laughs> I was looking up Barter. I know, uh, you're good. So many white people, including black people, refuse to believe that God may be black, yeah. including Jesus. Why well, did is you that? See, did you see the article that just came out this week mm-hmm. about what the majority of Americans believe God looks like? 
No. Did you see <laughs> this? Got, no, but it's got to be he, hilarious. The, the majority of Americans think God looks like a banker. Are you serious? Yeah, this very unassuming, just normal, white bread, white dude. Mm. That's what they believe God looks like. Now, Jesus was God incarnate, okay, if you right. believe those, mm-hmm. if you believe the Bible. Mm-hmm. Jesus was a human form of God. Mm-hmm. So it's reasonable to project what Jesus may have looked like because he actually walked this earth. Mm-hmm. God, on the other hand, to to even think that God has a gender is absurd. I was going to say that. that like, it's just the stupidest thing in the world. Why do we even call God he? Like, yeah, God never, isn't I, black, I, I white. Him. Yeah, I, saying, I never understood that. The whole he like and if she. You, if you even think about the concept of God, period, God means the ultimate creator, right? Mm-hmm. So that means God doesn't need anything but him, her, whatever it is, self to create. Why mm-hmm. would God be a man? That's the construct of its, his, its creation. Like, yeah. why would he be bound by that? Well, and and so to th- God is the creator of everything. He's always been. Right. There was no creation of God. He's he, God. He's just always been. So that's spirit. That's right. We don't even aren't – if there is such a thing as God, we can't even conceive of what that is. So to give it a gender is stupid, and to give it a race yeah. is stupid. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things that makes me think individually that religion is completely man-made because we actually make these attempts yeah, no, to, yeah, to say, agree. what does God look like? Yep. And now just this week an article yep. came out, and it literally yeah. looks – short brown hair, mm-hmm. perfect features, white dude. It's like that's that's crazy. Yeah. If, um, and, as, and as I was studying this stuff, like I just studied a lot of – black theologians um to come up with this content today mm-hmm. um a lot of a lot of theologians believe that the gospel is actually for black people to be liberated mm-hmm. and it's crazy to think that because you said that if you're going to put an attachment on, on god whether mm-hmm. he's black white he or she why do we think any any group why do we paint a picture of god if he's this like ultimate being or just the creator of everything. Why mm-hmm. we even try to attempt to do those type of things on the black and white side? Yeah, you know. I think it's because it's man-made, and we just project ourselves onto everything. Well, black people think God well, and Jesus Blue, are black. You're gonna hurt people's feelings by saying that, you know. But that's just, I think that's just what I, I think. You know, I'm on my quest too. I'm on my quest, uh, so I can't really just say. Uh, so what I would say is, yeah. I'm I'm very much an atheist when it comes to every world religion that's ever been conceived. Every single... Hence the uh, bad religion. Yes. Shirt. Every single man-made religion, I think, gets it wrong. I really yeah. do. Now, could there be an ultimate supreme being? Very possible. Maybe. I'm very much agnostic to that question. Mm. There could be. But I don't... If there is that, I don't think any of us have any clue what that looks like. We don't have any way to understand it. It's so far beyond us. We we've right. we've missed the boat entirely in trying to name or describe this being. I think that's possible. If God I is think real, as far as earthly religions, we're all wrong. We've if, all jacked it up. If God is real and the Bible is real, do you think America will fail like all the other uh, civilizations uh, that have came before? <laughs> uh, I don't think it has anything to do with religion. If you look at any civilization, it has about a two hundred year cycle. Mm. I mean, from Romans. I, did you see? Did you see the one where the guy, the the guy was like, uh, uh, "America would be damned because of of his wicked ways." Yeah, and, I mean, that's with anything. Like, if you mm-hmm. put a fly in the soup, mm-hmm. it's going to rinse it. Period. Yeah. And America, like every other civilization that's run the world, they've never righted their wrong. And he uh, mm-hmm. he said that uh, America was built like Rome because uh, Trump is Caesar. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and the gospel is just because God is a God uh, from the Bible is a God for the oppressed. He's a God of the poor. And we say we see that in the Old Testament, even though he kind of cheats, treats treats the poor a little bad, too. (laughs) You know, Uh, he he makes some weird covenants in there. Uh, But he's supposed to be a God of the oppressed. And we're supposed the black people, we even with the Hebrew Israelites, they believe, you know, in Deuteronomy, I can't remember the actual verse, but it's yeah. something about uh, in Deuteronomy where it talks about uh, that we will be in a strange land for 400 years mm-hmm. and worshiping false idols. Mm-hmm. So a lot of Hebrew Israelites take that and kind of believe that, you know, God is for, for black people. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And I, I get that. And actually, from a historical perspective, that's probably more likely. Like mm-hmm. like we've said multiple times, Jesus wasn't white. He just simply wasn't. Um, but I think all of this points to the fact that people project themselves on their religion. Is, is Jews think that they're chosen people. Yeah. Muslims disagree. Mm-hmm. Black people think Jesus was black and mm-hmm. God was black, and it was about black liberation, and white people think the exact opposite. But we all have the same text that we're working from. So what's the disconnect? How can we all read the same text and yeah. get such drastically yeah, different interpretations? I totally agree. I totally agree, man. Here's how I think it happens. Is... It's the same thing as if the three of us in this room were to open Romeo and Juliet, and we mm-hmm. were to read Romeo and Juliet. We'd all hear the same story. We'd yeah. all read the same words. Mm-hmm. But because we're three different people with three different perspectives, we're all going to pick up different things. We're all going to miss certain things. We're all going to have more meaning in certain ways. We're all going to interpret the story, the same story, largely differently for a variety of reasons. That is religion. That is religion. Everybody interprets it the way that it works for them. Mm-hmm. And as, where the Bible's concerned, and I can't speak to the Quran or the uh, Torah, the Torah, or those types of things. I don't yeah. know enough about it. But where the Bible's concerned, we do know historically how the Bible came together. Uh-huh. And because the way that it came together, there's, there's just some absolute, missing books, too. Oh, well, man. there's just no indication it, you know, that it's divinely inspired. Man. It's all political. It's, it's a whole it's, political. It's, really, it's political. Behind, especially yeah. like King James on up to now. Like, yo, that's, yeah, King that's, James. that's sketchy, man. Mm, yeah. So, yeah, uh, real sketchy. So the, the, the evidence suggests that mm-hmm. this is very much man-made and that we all view it the way that it suits us. How do you feel about the, the slave ship named after Jesus? Uh, the good ship Jesus. Yeah. Uh, this is how going back to King James. This is my postulation. Of of course, there were a lot of well, historically you can look and see there was a lot of Christians involved in the slave trade mm-hmm. pre Council of Nicaea. The whole thing about rewriting the Bible period was to make it okay. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got a real way to get ahead in the world. Let's make it okay. Mm-hmm. So we screw the language, like you see slave in the Bible. In other languages, there's a million meanings and different words for the word slave. Mm-hmm. But when you mm. see our Bible, what do you just see? One word, slave, slave. and obey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you read it in context and you go back and look at the other language, you see that it's not really even supposed to be in the context that we've been given it. Like, it say obey your masters and whatnot. Mm-hmm. That means, like, okay, you're in uh, servitude to somebody. Do your job. Mm-hmm. Like Walmart. Yeah, like yeah. you... you mm-hmm. Agreed to go there. You agree to work for them. Yeah, do your job. You know, yeah, yeah, when they I step away, don't do your job less. But when we see it, it's automatically okay. The Bible agrees with slavery. Eh, maybe, maybe not. Mm-hmm. 
So, but Nat Turner realized that. Nat Turner realized it. Yeah. That's why he came up and he was like, you know what? I'm supposed to get myself out of this situation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to teach my people. And then, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's the power of language, though. Yeah. Mm. You know, words matter. Words mean something. They matter. And if there's an all powerful God out there who's trying to impart a message to us, so let's assume you have, I, well, I think most people would agree that God's good. Okay. Whatever your conception of God is, I think most people agree that he's good because that's very comforting. I'd hate to think that the all-powerful creator of everything is maniacal. That's Mm -hmm, terrifying. mm -hmm. So, and all religions do agree that God is good. And God is all-powerful and God is all-knowing and God is trying to impart his wisdom to his creation for the betterment of us and all these things. If that's the case, then... And he gave us language. I mean, he, everything that we have, he gave mm-hmm. us. He understands our words. He understands the meaning behind them. Mm. Why is the word slave in the Bible? Because that has a very specific negative connotation that nobody in our culture can overlook. Slave means one thing to us. To us, yeah. It's, it's a very damning word. If that was wasn't his intent, mm. if that wasn't his intent to communicate that, mm-hmm. then use better language. This is what this is yeah. why I'm an agnostic slash atheist is because I could do better. I could write better. I I can. <laughs> I could maybe write more poetically. Uh, <laughs> but as far as as far yeah. as imparting a message, let's put it that yeah. way. Yeah. As far as imparting a message that cannot be misconstrued using language, I think I could do better. When did you realize that? When did you, Lou, when did I, you like, realize? When did you realize that you were atheist? Well, it was a process for sure. Yeah, I mean, I was raised like I said, I was raised in right. a denominational suit, right. and I bought and and it's not that I was just raised that way. I believed it right. big time through and through. Oh yeah, um, when I got when I got kicked out of school, I was a devout Christian, right? Yeah, Twan was there when I got baptized. No, I've, I've I've said the sinner's prayer eight hundred thousand times. I've gone to church camp. I, 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 been, I even gave a sermon. Yeah, you did. Got, I, you want to oh, know how much I believe? <laughs> I'll tell you how much I believed because this this speaks volumes. So most Christians, and I'm not even sure this is biblical. I'd have to look into this. I'm not sure that it is, but most Christians' interpretation of the Bible is that marriage was ordained by God. And that sex was ordained by God, mm. and you are not to have sex uh. out of wedlock. Guess who, uh. <laughs> up until everything went south, didn't have sex with anyone other than his wife? Me. Because I believed it. Yeah. I believed it. Now, I'm a normal functioning dude. Mm-hmm. I, I find women incredibly attractive, mm-hmm. and I function like every other dude. Yep. But I didn't have sex with anyone other than my wife, now mm. ex-wife, because... I believed it to the core. I believed it. Now, there's a whole bunch of Christians running around who say, I'm a Christian. I believe it. Uh, I believe the Bible. Amen. And they're out banging everything that I'm moves. talking about everything. Yeah. And, and that's Jesus, fine. Please you know, forgive whatever. me. Yeah, do your thing. But either you believe it or you don't. <laughs> yeah. And either you're genuine or you're not. Mm-hmm. I, my, the point in me saying that is to show that I really genuinely believed it because I lived it. I lived what I believed. Yep. So to say that I was raised a certain way is not to whitewash or... Uh, understate how much I genuinely owned it and believed it. I really believed it. So over the course of many years, I've obviously changed my mind for a million different reasons. But I would say in answer to your question, the process probably started around age mid to late 20s and probably finished around early 30s. It probably took six to seven years for me to go from I am – 
born again mm. Bible believing Christian yeah. to I am agnostic slash atheist. Yeah. It was about a six to seven year. Yeah, I went spent. I went like I said, I got I got in trouble at school. Um I devoted my life to the whole Christianity thing for a good year, year and a half. I didn't I didn't have sex either. I didn't. I didn't smoke. I didn't drink. I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I literally would, like. I remember my homeboys clowned me. Mm-hmm. There was girls throwing themselves at me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Nah, I can't. Cause you I, believed it. Yeah, because I believed it. Yeah. I, I, I really. Because like, if I'm if I'm the type of person, if I'm believe something, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it a hundred percent. And I remember uh, just kind of questioning the whole thing after. Uh, watching Zygais. Have you mm-hmm. ever seen that? That's good. Yeah, man, that yeah. Yeah, I, it's some things about that documentary. Now I'm like, eh, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's a little, yeah. yeah, but it, it it sparked the interest in me. Yeah, it oh, sparked it, and I just started doing like a bunch of research, bunch of research, and I just now I'm at this point now where I I literally would say I don't know, mm-hmm. which is why I am agnostic. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know. Mm-hmm. Now, if something was to smack me in the head with just a full blown truth, well, you know, I, I actually definitely asked, when I was it. going through my transition. So there's the road to Damascus story with Paul. You know, Paul was a Jew, and he was the probably one of the best Jews that ever lived. And he persecuted Christians. He yeah. hated them because they were wrong mm-hmm. in his in his view, and they were ruining what he thought was true. All right. And God was like, no, Paul, you're you're wrong. Sorry, buddy. And on the road to Damascus, God shows himself to Paul. Paul's blinded, and he's like, wow, you're right. I was wrong. And then Paul becomes the most, the, the, the most influential Christian in history. So when I was going through my transition from born-again Christian to agnostic, I got to a point where I prayed, and I was like, hey, your, your word, your word, your Bible says that one individual, namely Paul, mm. was important enough to you mm-hmm. that you actually showed yourself to him. And Prodigal it was so impactful too. that it completely changed everything. Mm-hmm. You've done that in history, assuming the Bible is correct. Mm. I prayed, that's what I need. That's the level of Did you cry? revelation. I don't know if I cried in that moment. I cried like many times yeah. when I was praying because I just could not like, yeah. believe. And I said, that's what I need. Yeah. You know, you've done it before. Yeah. You've done it for Paul. I'm just telling you straight up, that's what I need. Mm. If you provide that, then I will be the best Christian in yep. whatever you need me to be mm. that you've ever... I, I'll be the next Paul, hopefully. Mm. But if you don't provide that, I'm done. And guess what hasn't been provided? <laughs> Even a inkling of that. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Did it hurt? Well, if that... Actually, no. It was actually a big relief because that was all I needed. Mm. I was like, I just prayed sincerely. I It's biblical. I I based my request on something God's done historically, and I told him, I'm like Paul. I need that level of confirmation. And if you'll provide it, then good to go. If not, I'm done. You know I never understood is I get that Christians want to save everybody. Uh, And their whole thing is they don't want people to go to hell. Mm -hmm. All right, this is going to be a stupid question. But if I go to hell, why does it bother you? You're gonna be in you're well, gonna be in heaven living it up if I just go if I go to hell. Well it depends on who you're asking that question to. <laughs> if you're asking that to your mom, it means a lot. Right. Because she's your mom. Uh, you know? Uh, if you ask like If I wanna live my life right now, why is it bothering you? Well, if you're if you're a legitimate Christian and you really yeah. believe it, it should bother you a lot. Mm-hmm. If you're an empathic, 
caring person, it should bother you tremendously. Mm-hmm. Because the concept of hell is grotesque. It's horrifying. But, it's, but it seems like all my anybody. friends are going to be there. It seems like that's where the party's going to be at. Well. That's a hot party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool on that one. <laughs> I'd rather take my chance. Are we going to party in heaven, though? That's what I want to know. I think it would be pleasurable. Like, yeah. It would have to be to be named heaven. Like, yeah. you know, something gonna, about it has got to be euphoric. Jesus did turn water into wine. So yeah, I think, no, yeah. Yeah. Went so square, we might be turned like, up there. We might be turned. And you know, know what's funny is now through science we know that water is way better for you than wine yeah like it hydrates you it's like it's the one thing that you really now, need you can go without water because I would do that with people too like yeah. it was even a point in time where the uh, church used to give you beer because yeah. the water was so rancid really? so depending on what part of well, the world you were well that's true, in, yeah. true. water was actually at a, there yeah was a point it was a time. risk that's like a yo point. you could darn near shit yourself to death yeah, drinking that's water that's true that's a good point what yeah. was this this was well, it's still true to this it's day. It's still true in certain parts. Michigan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well yeah. <laughs> basically, it was that. Like, certain parts of the world, they that just had poison. bad hygiene <laughs> and whatnot. So, yeah. they gave you beer because you wow. actually went through a process of cleaning and purity. All right. So. Fair enough. I'll, I'll grant you that. Right. <laughs> One point for me. Hey, so, uh, who killed more people, God or the devil? Well, God. Mm. It's off the What charts. do you say, Twan? I, I, think, I don't I th- know. I wasn't there. So, I can't really count the bodies, but... Ah. Do you think that the devil put more people in that position to disappoint God for God to do what he had to do? He put more people in position. Like, did the devil, like, you know, because they say the devil's a tempter and things like that. The devil give you stuff, too. Right. Like, yeah, he give you. Here's my thing with God and the devil. And this is me. This is my take on religion and, and spirits and whatnot, period. Everybody has equal access to both. What you choose is on you. And neither one of them are making you do anything. Now, the choice may be a little harder for some because of, you know, who you are or what you're around, you know, more of. But the devil ain't jumping in nobody and be like, yeah, you smoking crack today. Now, if you're around a bunch of crackheads and you lived in a crack house and this, that, and the third, chances are you're going to land that That's the free will, right? That's free will. Like, if, if, if it was the case... You know, the whole thing of religion, period, just falls apart for any religion because mm-hmm. you don't have free will. You're just going to be what you are. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people don't have free will. Like, I think you have to go through certain stuff to become your best self if you want to be. Right. Mm. But I don't think you just absolutely on this roller coaster ride strapped in and wherever you go is yeah. no control. And, and, and the reason why I, uh, that's a good point because, yeah. like, I, we talked about in the Reagan Clinton addiction. We have a lot of crack babies rolling around. Yeah. Uh, That's actually a myth, too. You know that? What is? Crack baby. What's the myth? You know, the crack baby they was pushing back then wasn't a crack baby. It was an alcoholic baby. Mm. Yeah. Well, there's there's opiate babies. There's now, opiate though. babies, yeah. but like crack is a whole different animal, which okay. it didn't have the same symptoms as they were saying it gotcha. was a crack baby. I got I, yeah, I, 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 It yeah. was propaganda based. Got Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we got opiate babies. We got Yeah. Opiate babies is a real We, we got, got a lot babies, of mental babies, ill babies yeah. around. And uh, alcohol for sure. Yeah, alcohol, alcohol yeah. for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. Really um, and so with that baby not having the choice of how he came into the world yeah. and just kind of some mental things not. Uh, being correct in his head, yeah. Do you still do you still think he has the free will of things, or it's a harder choice? And then with somebody being born like that, that's a mental health issue, and mm. that's, that's sidesteps religion all the way together. Like mm-hmm. that's something that we should be dealing with on a basic human level. 
people are being born into effed up situations. We need to be handling that regardless of who you pray to or what you believe spiritually. Like, I mean, people in general. But how how would God look at that, though? How would God look at that? Mm-hmm. Oh, you, yeah. Well, no, how, about, how about, like, sociopaths? So sociopaths? Most people would agree that yeah. sociopaths are pretty much the worst people on the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is an actual psychological state. It's it, yeah. They don't choose that any more than I chose to be white. They chemically messed up. So, mm. so, so for, you know, the whole – we could discuss free will for a while because there's some debate as to whether or not there's any free will. But you are born with the genetics that you're born with. Exactly. And, and mental illness is Real. not chosen. It is just your brain being sick. Yeah, and being a sociopath is part of that. That's that is a mental health diagnosis, mm. um, and sociopaths do a lot of really gross shit and horrible stuff. But it's because they're sociopaths; they didn't choose their brain. So how can a loving, omniscient, all-powerful, decent deity damn that person to hell for their actions when they're a victim of their brain? That's uh you know in, uh, in the Sam Harris podcast when we talked about the guy in Texas doing the mass shooting. Yeah, left the letter out yeah. uh, to do a study on his brain. Yeah. Once and they did the study, everywhere. tumors everywhere. Yeah, um, and so he wasn't himself. Yeah, uh, so that's where my question of free will, you know, well, does free will come and in. sin, like the concept yeah. of sin. If if there is a all powerful deity who is willing to damn us to a eternal torture for things that we have done then you better be damn sure the things that we have done are 100% our doing. Mm-hmm. And through science and through all, a whole bunch of other avenues, we know that people do things not because they choose to necessarily. It looks like there's an element of choice, but when you get right. down to the genetic level, no, there isn't. Depression mm-hmm. and all sorts of mental illnesses are brains malfunctioning and people have no control over that whatsoever and no choice in it and they do they do things and sometimes very bad things because of those reasons Mm. that's not their that's how they were made that's Mm -hmm. that's the chemistry they ended up with Mm -hmm. so how how does that person end up in hell now christians would say well that's where jesus comes in that's where the saving grace of jesus comes in you know we're all fallen we're all we're all you know the creation has, has fallen because of the sin of adam and eve and that's where the redemptive power of Jesus comes in. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, that's great in the last 2,000 years, but Jesus has only been around for 2,000 years. What about all the people that suffered from this stuff prior to Jesus? Right. Because scientists, and I think we all have to defer to the knowledge of science because it is the most testable, provable way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Science agrees that humans have been humans as we know them today for anywhere from 100,000 to 200,000 years, mm. give or take. You don't even need 200. Give it 100. 100,000 years. Only in the last 2,000 years have we had Jesus. Mm-hmm. So what was going on mm. for the preceding 98,000 years? Mm. What the fuck was going on? <laughs> and, and the rebellious Christian that I am, I'm like, have we just had Jesus 2,000 years or was the timeline moved? Mm. Well, I don't know. Well, but science, that's where science comes in, though, is because, no, as far, science can't, science can answer when humans, as we know them today, became right. humans, when evolution got to a point where humans look and behave more or less right, like right. humans look and behave yeah. today. Is what, what, What's your point, though? My thing is, like, 
with Christianity, we always say 2,000 years. I'm like, we've gotten a lot of the timeline wrong, period. As far as when Jesus... Jesus, did? events in the Bible, you know, a whole lot of that stuff. And I'm, again, Council of Nicaea, that's the only... I think that's the first English translation of what, it, too, uh, right? What year was that? The... That was 3-something A.D., 325, something like that. And I'm like, Mm. yeah. And especially if it was politically motivated, there's Mm -hmm. a whole lot of reasons to screw with the timeline, Mm -hmm. to screw with the events, the reason the books, you know, Mm -hmm. aren't in there. And we all know that history's written by the... The winner. The winner. The winner of And the Romans were the ones that wrote this book. Yeah, Yeah, Like, we wrote the book because the books were around before them, and Mm -hmm. they were against Christianity. So, like, why should I... And that's why I asked... That's why we're here, because... Damn it, Twan. That's why I wanted you on this <laughs> podcast. Because I wanted to know, because uh, they were against Christianity. Were gri- and against was it. Christianity supposed to be liberation for black people? My postulization again. I don't even know if I'm saying the word right. I just learned that, so I say it a lot now. <laughs> but they saw Christianity as a major world disruptor. Mm. This is me Thousands of years later, looking back on it, studying history, doing science, still believing in my faith and and just having a collection of ideas come together. Mm -hmm. This is going to be the world disruptor, right? Mm -hmm. This guy, Jesus, is the head of it, right? Mm -hmm. So how do we get rid of him and stop the movement? Mm. We don't. Mm. We can get rid of him, but the movement is going to keep going. Gotcha. So what do we do? do, How do we control the movement now? Mm. We take it over. Because the majority of Rome was not nowhere near Christian. They were Hellenist. Mm-hmm. And that's where you get all the, what people don't really realize when you go to the Vatican or whatnot, those are all pagan statues. Those are like statues of Saturn. There's an obelisk yeah. in the middle of the square. Mm-hmm. The square is an Egyptian symbol, and that's a phallus or a penis, if you don't know what phallus means. <laughs> and that was something out of a totally different religion. So they basically said, okay, whatever we are, we're going to absorb it into Christianity and we're going to control it. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's why Catholicism is the head of Christianity, according to the world. And, mm-hmm. you know, you see all these things that they do and you really step back past when they took over Christianity. You realize it came out of a bunch of different religions. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's like you got to kind of. Yeah. Especially. For me, the reason I can still be a Christian is because I can understand that inside step a lot mm-hmm. of this stuff. And that takes really digging in. And a lot of people just don't dig into religion, period. Mm-hmm. And for me, religion is not this mysticism. I think Twan might save me. Well, he, he may. <laughs> he may just save me. Well, so I had a question, though. <laughs> because, and this has come up previously as well. When I, so, you know, we record these shows, and then more often than not, we sometimes go out afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I asked Twan a couple weeks ago, you know, why are you a Christian? And his mm-hmm. answer was personal experience. And that's the best answer. That is, yeah. I was hoping beyond hope that that would be his answer because that's the only answer that makes any sense to me. So if you're willing to, what mm-hmm. personal experience can you point to? Personal experience is, I was given Christianity in probably the, probably the most liberal way, period. Even though I was brought up in the Christianity system, I was not blocked off from learning anything else. Mm-hmm. Like my granddaddy... uh Greatest guy ever, hardcore Christian preacher. But there was a Baptist church behind the house. And, like, other people would be going into the church. And my mother's friend was going there one time. He was like, hey, go with her. And then I'd have questions he would answer. And if he didn't know, he'd just say he didn't know. Mm -hmm. And then he was, I asked 
a few times other people and they were like, yeah, it's just our personal experience. We experience things through Christianity mm-hmm. and we don't see it as this, you know, we believe that, you know, God can do these mystical, magical things. But if you boil it down, just the basic tenets, those things actually work in life. Mm-hmm. Before you go judge somebody else, clean mm-hmm. up yourself first. Mm-hmm. Um, the order of the household makes sense because, you know, the father, you know, traditionally in all, just about every civilization, the father's protecting the provider, the mother takes care of the household, the kids follow them. If you follow suit and you keep that going, things kind of work smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, Ten Commandments, treat others how you want to be treated. Like mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's real applicable stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, we can be- debate all day long if Moses parted the Red Sea. Who's actually going to be able to prove that? Nobody. Mm-hmm. It's right. interesting. You can get stored, you can actually get actual knowledge from it, like yeah. stuff that happened around that whole thing. But as far as like trying to prove that, that's a dead horse you beating. Like, mm-hmm. how are you going to yeah. prove that? Yeah. Like, nobody can prove nobody it. Any, can prove any it. of the miracles are Any of the miracles. Yeah. Like, you can't prove that Jesus got up. Mm-mm. We believe it because, you know, that's the basis of our faith. But like, I can't go, I can't tell Jesus to come down and show you the nails. Man, that's that's Jesus, amazing, Jesus, man. Yeah, whatnot, that's, you know? that's amazing. It's practical. Like, just like you can get it from any other religion. That's why I don't, to anybody for believing anything else like as long as you take it in a practical manner mm-hmm. that's it like and i can have i personally i've had some things where i've talked to god and some stuff that i never thought in a million years would happen happen mm-hmm. mm. and even me telling you that right now won't convince you no because well because it's your experience. it's mine you yeah. know yeah so well and that's why that's the only reasonable answer for me yeah is because you've had ex- i can't understand your experiences how could i oh for the reason that I was able to go from born again Christian to agnostic is because I realized that all of my experiences that I had previously placed a religious tone to, right. there was a better explanation. And yeah. every single moment of my life that I previously viewed as a moment where God touched me or I heard from God or I right. felt Jesus or any of those things, in hindsight, there's a better explanation, right. a million better explanations. And I'm I'm 42 – and in 42 years of living, I have not experienced one thing ever that I can genuinely not explain through natural, scientific, reasonable means. Not mm-hmm. one thing. Right. Never, ever. And so yeah. – and I may someday. Th- yeah. There may come a day where I do experience something where I'm like, okay, that was I, – I don't know what just happened. There's no way to wrap, wrap my head around that. I don't right. get it. And then maybe my opinions will change. But until that happens, I have no reason to believe it because everything that is I've experienced and seen mm-hmm. and studied has a better ex- explanation than God did it. Everyone, mm. and and, and to clarify mine too, I, like I'm I'm not saying God talked to me in my ear. He's never yeah, done that. Yeah, yeah. That's I might need to get my head examined if God he starts yeah. talking to me for he real. He talked to you through a snake. But I've been in some situations where the odds are it should have went a totally different yeah. way. And it's happened several times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my definition mm-hmm. of yeah. God intervening in my life. Yeah. So it's not like it's and and that's supernatural. And, that's awesome. yeah. and I can never yeah. say that you're wrong yeah. about that right. ever. Right. Mm-hmm. From my perspective, I have also had situations where things could have gone really shitty and they went well. But I've also had situations where things could have gone really well and they've gone really shitty. Exactly. And the the idea that it's all just random. And some shit works out and some shit doesn't. 
Some days you wake up and it's sunny and 70, and some days you wake up and it's 95 and humid. Yeah. Right. Well, I'd prefer sunny and 70 yeah. than 95 right. and humid, and it just doesn't always work out. But guess what? There's no grand mystery behind that. It's just some days the weather's nice and some days the weather sucks. Yeah. I view everything that way. You know, winning the lottery is incre- incredibly improbable, but it happens every every week. Mm-hmm. This, this, the odds of winning the lottery are astronomical, and everybody's like, well, fuck, it's never going to happen. But it happens every week. <laughs> Just because something's improbable doesn't make it impossible. Right. Things that are impossible literally never happen, verifiably at least. There is a doctrine within religion that people have been raised from the dead. That's fine. That mm-hmm. is not scientifically proven. As far as things that are verifiable, once you're dead, you're dead. Period. Yeah. The belief that that people come back, that is taken on faith. Now there's narratives. There's people. There's things that have been written where people say, you know, I saw Jesus. I saw the nails in his hands. Yeah. Jesus came after he was raised after three days. Lots of people saw him supposedly, but that's their personal experience. And for those folks who say they saw Jesus, I got nothing to say. I wasn't there. Maybe yeah. you did. I wasn't there. I'm just I jealous because he ain't said nothing to me yet. What's that? I'm just jealous because he ain't said nothing to me yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. I will say, though, um, like, I get why religion persists. I, re- yeah. I really do, yeah. obviously. Some like, people need it. Absolutely. Some Lots need of people it. need it. Yeah, just like people and need in meds, some ways, you know? in some ways, I was a happier person as a Christian. I can honestly say that. I had a, a different perspective. I had a I had a... You know the all powerful thing now. If I was happier, I don't know. Well, m- maybe not happy is the right word. Yeah, um, I, I mean, uh, I'm a better uh, person with it. I say that. I think I'm a better person without it. Actually, yeah, and and that's very. I don't know. I'll let y'all be the judge there. I don't know because <laughs> I know who I would be without it. Like just based off of how I think, if none of this matters, and there's no afterlife, yeah, there's no redemption. And we just here by happenstance. I'm going to do whatever the frick I want to. Period. See that? I think the exact opposite. I think because this is the only life we have. Yeah, it makes me want to get more. Makes this it makes life me wanna, so yeah, precious. Yeah, I want to do more. The lights go out. This the lights are just out. I don't They're know. Out. I don't know because there's a there's a but, chance but we, we makes, don't know about reincarnation. I don't know. See, that's, I don't know. I don't, you know, that's it, a whole other religion. Yeah, there, you, you know, know so, what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why I'm like, ah, and I believe in the afterlife. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. You know, after I leave this physical body, my spiritual body goes mm-hmm. to sleep for a while, and then resurrection. You know, the whole Christian right. tendency yeah. and whatnot. And I got I, an answer uh, for what I did on this planet, so yeah. that keeps me in check. Like, but if that didn't exist in my head, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and if if the afterlife afterlife does uh, exist, that's why I still sometimes pray and meditate because mm-hmm. I do feel like I live a life, and I said it in. It's actually in the in the intro of mm-hmm. this show yeah, yeah. where I said uh, I try to walk like Yah, meaning Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe in wearing crosses, so I tried my best to li- to live a life like Jesus, mm-hmm. to live a life a good life. Uh, whereas uh, you know, hopefully, if there is a God that I'm forgiven and yeah. that that person, he or she or them, realize that I was a good person, no matter if I committed yeah. to a religion. Uh, now, if the lights just go out, then I mean, it don't matter. I chunked them deuces up at y'all. Yeah. It was a fun ride. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. great to know y'all, you know. Yeah. That's just how I kind of live my life right now. Uh, right. And it may change one day. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah, I I will say that not so much now, but previously I wanted like what you've said. You've you've got you've had personal experiences right. that are what you use to maintain your belief. For years, I wished to have that, and I thought I, I when I believed the Christian narrative, I thought I had those experiences, but in hindsight, I didn't. I have a better explanation for all of them. Does that come and, with? And it, that's why. That's why that, I said. And you said that comes with experience, right? Or just like well, maturity stuff. Well, like it, that? it came with just analyzing my naive experiences that I viewed through the lens that my parents gave me. My parents said, you will be Christian. So right. you were saying, here's a good distinction. You said that your grandfather, who was a pastor, was very liberal yeah. and didn't push it down your throat. No. I can't say that. I got this crammed down my throat to the point where my parents said, you are a Christian, you will believe this, this is yeah. how you will believe, this is how you will behave, this is your belief system. Disagree at your own peril. Okay, that's a very different way to come yeah, that, to Christianity. And I hate that because a lot of Christians get it that way. Yeah. So that's yeah. how I came to Christianity. And that's what my parents fed me. Mm. And I believed it. And, you know, there's a lot of scriptures. You also that, believed that Reagan was a good president, but well, that was we're not also, talking about that right now. That was I'm also just my parents' influence. <laughs> hey, I was a kid in the 80s, man. I didn't yeah, know man. too much. Yeah, yeah. I knew that I liked Transformers and Masked G.I. Joe. Propaganda all day, man. You, know? right. you only get what you're given. Yeah. But, you know, that's how I came to religion was forced down my throat and yeah. believe it or else. And coincidentally... Uh, the reason that I think that message was so impactful is because my father and his – so you were talking – oh, speaking of which, don't forget to mention that we are on a Better Life podcast at the end of this. I will. Because you talked about some of your childhood experiences. But I did. my childhood experience was I was being told this narrative where religion – that brand of religion and that particular doctrine is true. And believe it, at your, believe it or else it's your own peril. Right. Well, coincidentally – the way that my father ran our home was exactly that. Mm. Mind me or else. Really? And if I didn't, mm. life was extremely miserable. And even when I did, sometimes life was extremely miserable. And in hindsight, the reason for that is because my dad suffered from depression and nobody knew what to call it. And he was undiagnosed. And But that's what it was. But we, I didn't know that as a kid. I'm glad I ain't come from it. What's that? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just happy I, I didn't come from my mom had a more open mind yeah. than most yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I had it jammed down my throat. I think, and, and so for my, for, in my experience, for my parents to say this is the way, this is the truth, and then for my dad to model it mm. in such a in-your-face way day in and day out because it was his way or no way. Like, really? for instance, if I did something wrong as a kid— and I was getting reprimanded because I did something wrong. I fucked up as every kid does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. If in the course of my parents reprimanding me, they said something that I kind of thought was silly and I rolled my eyes, there was fucking hell to pay. I couldn't even roll my eyes. I couldn't even voice. I could. I could. Yeah, I was gonna even, say, yeah, I couldn't roll my eyes. Yeah, she was getting thrown I in my say eye. Lie up, so, you know, yeah. I was getting popped in the chest. You get popped in the mouth for saying lie. Like there was yeah, they, you yeah, just they used to say, say lies a curse yeah, word. Lie was a curse word growing up. Yeah. So. Uh, now my mom was she. Now she. It was some things that she didn't play, and we. I I grown to know that. Uh, after getting popped in my mouth a couple times, <laughs> but my mother was still open minded. We had a we had a great communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
if my mother had no problem with saying, Thomas, I don't know. See, my parents would never say that. Yeah. My parents really? always said, I know, and here's how it is. And yeah, see, my mother was never wow. like yeah. that. Even if my mother that, would yeah. beat my ass and then realize she was probably wrong, she would say, hey, I'm sorry. Oh, no way. Yeah. Mm-mm. I did it out of love, you know, and we would communicate about it. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't I didn't come from, I, I guess because, like I said, I didn't. I saw my dad on some weekends. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad was kind of like that. He mm-hmm. was kind of like, you know, this is my way. It goes like that. And that's probably why I was like, Mama, I don't want to go over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, because my mom had a great communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I devoted myself to um, a strong Christian, once I got in trouble at school, uh, she was all for it. Mm-hmm. But when I kind of took the path of I wanted to just go on my little quest, my little journey that I'm still on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, she supported it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she st- she believed that I would return back to Christianity, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is fine, mm-hmm. which is cool. But my mother, because like I, I said it before, my family thought I was crazy. They thought mm-hmm. I went for the deep end. They tried to tell my mother that I was this and that. But me and my dad, and also my dad, me and my dad relationship has gotten 10 times better from when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. He also uh, was getting the same calls. Mm-hmm. But my dad stuck there beside me. My mother stuck there beside me. And, and we talk about these things now. Yeah. I, 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 I show her about what, the things I'm learning and stuff like that. And, that's, that's the thing about religion is, who cares what you think? We said this yeah. the last episode. Who gives a shit what your beliefs are? How do you act? How do you behave? Right. I'm not are locked up. I'm not, I'm not killing right. nobody. Are I ain't you, smacking Are you old making people? the world a better place and not a worse place? <laughs> what is are your you day-to-day treating day people life? fairly? Yeah. Yeah. If you do those things, who gives a shit? Right. I don't care if you believe that... Uh, you can go believe a rock fall. I, I don't care, care yeah. what you believe. Right. <laughs> beliefs don't matter. Action right. matters. Yeah. That's, the, that's another bone I have to pick with Christianity, though, because in, even in the doctrine, it's all about what you believe. Did you accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. or didn't you? Who cares? Right. If I if if Hitler on his deathbed accepted Jesus, the narrative is he's in heaven. Yeah, that's if, what I couldn't get Jesus. If, think of the best human being, uh, Stephen Hawking. He devoted his life to in, to scientific research, and he was a wonderful human being. He was an atheist. So the 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 notion is Stephen Hawking who spent his life to critical inquiry and spreading knowledge is in hell while Hitler's in heaven, supposedly, assuming he accepted Jesus. That's crazy. What you think doesn't matter. What you do matters. Right. Actions matter. Hey, I got, I got, I got a question. Mm-hmm. Um, was God suicidal? Because, and this is, let's, let's exclude free will because we, we talked about that for a while. He, in the Bible, created Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve disobeyed God mm-hmm. by eating the, the fruit. Um, he then incarnated himself to be crucified mm-hmm. or, or hung by a tree. I don't know. Was that basically showing suicide? Well, or? if you believe in the Trinity and you believe that God is the Father, is the Son, is the Holy Spirit, and they're all three in one, mm-hmm. then yeah. Mm. I well, wouldn't. I wasn't expecting that, but <laughs> yeah, no, because I mean, spiritually, God wouldn't be dead, like mm. physically, yeah. Mm. So, I mean, the whole thing just screams of myth and story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, that's one of and, and the reason why I asked because and, of the the suicide of things that's going on now. Yeah, yeah. You know, we have a lot of people that are suicidal. We have a lot of 
people that's mental ill. Mm -hmm. And I wonder is what we believe of God actually what we're seeing today in society, period. Like, because if you have to, if you believe in God, then of course you believe in the devil. Where did the devil come from? He had to be created by God. Mm -hmm. So I think, me personally, this is just me talking. Um, that's the duality of all of us. We have good things. We have bad things. Mm -hmm. We all do things that uh, that people love and praise us for, like people love and praise God for. Mm -hmm. And we have some things that we we just don't even want people to know about us. Mm -hmm. But some people know about us, yeah. and and it's it's, it's some bad things about us, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, do I? Is God a represent? Are we seeing God in society? Uh, right now, just of what's going on, do you? I don't know. Are we saying God? Like, I, we see representations of God. I do. I mean, we can look at the bad all day long, especially because he get pumped in our face all day long. But there's some good stuff happening. Yeah, it's some great. That's there's what I'm saying. Great but, stuff happening. And, and, and is know? that all a, a revelation of God? I think so. I mean, just the fact Gary V. He put me on this guy named Gary Vaynerchuk. Mm-hmm. The chances of you being a human is 400 trillion to one. Mm. That's an act of God that I'm sitting right here in this chair right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it just depends on what you value in life, too. Like, you might not think nothing about sitting in the chair. But I'm like, yo, it was so many things that could happen on the way to this point. Mm -hmm. Yep. Who knows? I could have been a second later getting to a certain spot, and then I was dead because mm -hmm. I got hit by a car. Yeah. Like, so God manifests, it just depends on if you, and, and it goes back to my, my your mind state, basically. Like, are you looking for negative or are you looking for positive? Like, are you looking for God or are you not looking for God? That's mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. That's how I see, you know, the whole spirituality thing, too. Like, yeah, I could walk away from Christianity easily because I've seen a lot of historical stuff that would make people just drop it all the way off. Mm -hmm. But my mind state is like, yeah, but there's a lot of stuff in it that worked. Mm -hmm. So yeah. throw the baby out with the bath water? Me? No. Mm -hmm. I don't judge nobody else for throwing the baby out with the bath water because I completely understand. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's what yeah. you're looking for. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Basically, it's what works for you. Yeah, what works for you. Yeah. Like, what gets you through the day yeah. and what makes you a better person than not. Mm -hmm. Right. And what gives your life meaning. Yeah. And that's what counts. That's, that's what, what matters. And so when, yeah. when, you, when you broke away from Christianity, uh, Blue, mm -hmm. did your family like though? Oh, my family's in a weird spot. Mm. I have a very small family, first of all. Um, my All my grandparents are deceased. I have zero cousins. I don't have a single first cousin. I have one blood uncle. I have zero blood aunts. I have a mom and a dad, a brother, a sister-in-law, and a niece and a nephew. And that's the extent of my family. Mm. Wow. My blood family, I yeah. should say. Um, all of my family is still exactly what I described before. The way that I was raised mm -hmm. and the way that I was taught to believe, they're all still that. And I'm not. Um, so is there some disconnect there? Hell yeah. Mm. Yeah. Is Does it, that hurt at all a little bit? I, it's unfortunate, and I wish that it weren't so, but I understand that... Just like we just said, whatever works for you, however you yeah. get through life. Life's tough. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's difficult. And there's a lot of mystery and there's a lot of unanswered questions. And day to day, it's tough. So whatever you need to get through that doesn't victimize others, have it. Yeah. You know, 
because of the way that I was raised, because of how how forced down my throat it was, I I take a little bit more of a defensive stance now, mm-hmm. and I'm like, my if if I were to ask my parents why do you believe what you believe, they wouldn't give me Antoine's answer. They mm-hmm. wouldn't give me because I have personal experience and I go with what makes sense to me. That's not what they'd say. Mm-hmm. They'd say the Bible's true, and the Word of God is infallible. Yeah. Believe or else. Well, no, man. There's so much evidence that says you're wrong. There's just so much evidence that says that is not the right answer. Religions. Uh, I feel like you know, if you were born in the eastern part of the world, we'd probably be Muslim. You'd probably be a monk or something. (laughs) With how religious my parents are, with how religious my parents are, especially my mom, (laughs) if she'd been born in Iraq, (laughs) there's a chance she'd have blown herself up by now. Uh, I'm just saying, she's very religious. Really. And if she had been very religious in any other doctrine, mm. yeah, it's just she's just fortunate that Christians don't blow themselves up. They, right. That's not part of their yeah. doctrine. Mm. They don't have this. <laughs> the, the radical Christians. The so radical, radical Christians, Christians would be the Westboro Baptist Church. Exactly. That's the yeah. most radical version of Christianity you can think of. Yeah. They don't yeah. blow themselves up. I think it's this, just a fact. This conversation is going to make me just go really go find myself. <laughs> 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 the rest of this week, I'm just going to be like, all right, it's time for me to just really crack down on what I believe in. You know? Well, man, I don't think you ever. You don't ever. It. No, no, you won't figure it out. That's this something week. I came to realize too, because mm-hmm. I had my issues with you know mm. spirituality and whatnot, and I came to the position that you never fully form. No, it. for sure. And when I first went from Christian to agnostic to atheist, mm-hmm. I, w- I hated religion. I fucking loathed religion. I went through my little angry For many years. And, and I yeah. was very much of the opinion that spiritual, there's nothing spiritual about anything. Yeah. Everything is, everything is scientific. Everything is uh, uh, testable and touchable and natural. Now, so that's where I was initially. I've actually recently sort of kind of veered off from that because there's new research coming out about psychedelics and yeah. about the nature of consciousness and about all these different things. Oh, do you watch Rick and Morty? Rick no. and Morty is so dope. Oh, Bro, you got to watch Rick and Morty. That show blows my mind. It's a it's <laughs> funny as hell. Saw, yeah. <laughs> it's funny as hell, but the grandfather, which is Rick, yeah. says some stuff about psychedelics, yeah. about consciousness, about just the afterlife, about God, period. It's like Man, yeah. it, it has to be something every time I watch that show. Yeah. And it's crazy how much I can learn well, from a cartoon. But, but, yeah, it's some great writers on that show. I've, yeah. I've heard that's good. I've heard that's good. I will check that out if, when I have time. But consciousness is the most, uh, mis, not misunderstood. It's the least understood concept that, that science has yet to conquer, really. So right. we can't, two, we can't pinpoint two, it. There's two big things that science hasn't answered. Mm-hmm. Two really big things that science hasn't answered. They have not answered where consciousness comes from, and mm-hmm. they have not answered what preceded the Big Bang. Mm. We know an incredible amount from the Big Bang on. We know v- absolutely nothing prior to the Big Bang, and we know absolutely nothing about where consciousness That's comes why from. I hope I'm forgetting those are my big scenes. questions. Those are big questions. <laughs> those, those questions. I'm like, <laughs> yo, please forgive me for what I do today. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's a lot uh, to be answered, especially in science too, because science. Yeah. I don't agree with anybody 100% on anything, like, no mm-hmm. matter what it's structured. I agree with science on a lot, then there's a bunch of it. I'm like, nah, that's BS. There's a lot of religion I agree with, and I'm like, mm-hmm. nah, that's BS. Mm-hmm. Like, on the science side, like, there's a whole – science at one point said we weren't humans. Black people. Well, but okay. – It was biased. That science. was a societal thing. It was societal, but it was yeah. science. 
Earth was flat at one point. Yeah. And it's still up See, for the You know what the good and, thing about you know, science, though, is that they're open to being wrong. Yeah. They're yeah. very open to being yeah, wrong. Yeah, it is. And that's and, why I always sit back, like, even when evidence comes out, I'm like, okay, that makes sense right yeah. now. Let's see what happens in, you know, how many uh, so years. Yeah. You know. But for the most part, I agree with you on science. Like, science will explain a whole lot of yeah. stuff if you just And they're okay study. with being wrong. Yeah. Religion yeah. isn't okay with being wrong. Yeah. Religion yeah. fucking a lot of religion goes kicking and screaming, not. Yeah. I'm not wrong. It drives planes into buildings. Yeah. It does. Because <laughs> they're so right that they're willing to do that yeah. kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. It does a whole lot of stuff. Man. But you can't forget that the reason why they drove those planes into those buildings. Was faith. That's yeah, the, but faith, but it was a lot of Christian people who were blowing up their shit too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it was a lot of retaliation going on. on you the know, Christian. Yeah. Y'all can't yeah. see my air quotes. The Christian uh, hands. So, uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. I don't have anything else. No, that was good. Uh, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, may, may have uh, ruffled some feathers on this. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we might. Be. I don't know. And if you guys got any questions, please feel free. I'll put my. Uh, email in this uh show also you can reach me at blackline7 on instagram you can also reach me at thomas dion uh amon that is a-m-u-n and if you have questions please feel free to reach out because we want we want to hear from you guys i don't care if it's bad i don't care if it's good you can say fuck me i'm probably gonna say fuck you too but (laughs) and you can't reach me but you can reach me through Thomas. Yeah, you gonna yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you gonna you gonna you gonna reach through me. Um, but yeah, oh, we got shout out to our uh, sponsor. Yeah, oh, yeah. but before we do well, that, okay, go ahead. With- yeah, so me and Blue had a interview mm-hmm. uh, on a, we actually met a year ago mm-hmm. uh, at this guy named Chris Johnson. Sean's called A Better Life. He has a podcast called A Better Life, and we actually did an interview on it. Uh, when it comes out, I will put the link on, uh, in, I guess, the next show or something like that. Mm-hmm. But once again, you can just reach out to me, and i shoot you the link, whatever. It was a good but interview, I think it was, it, was a, it was a great, great interview mm-hmm. uh, because me and Blue gave backgrounds on me and him. Um, he talked a little bit about his background. I talked. I, I went more in depth about my background, how I was raised, and you know the heart of Memphis and things like that. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, and, and then Black Luster. Yes, sir. Everybody needs to buy some. Twan's wearing his shirt today. Yeah. Blackluster.com. B l a c k l u s t r e. It's a black-owned clothing company that makes apparel, not apologies, and it's a hundred percent pro-black, pro-black business. It's badass. All right, man. Hey, yo, that's a wrap. I want to appreciate y'all for listening, and yo, we'll see y'all next hey, week. Young brother. Right. See you, man. Didn't you say you wanted to be like Malcolm? Didn't you hang all his quotes on your wall? Didn't you write about him all through college? I thought you was a know-it-all. Didn't you depict him like he was your Jesus? And you were the Apostle Paul. I thought you said you wanted to be like Malcolm. You even thought about getting an ex tatted, but your actions show that you're nothing but a savage. I thought you wanted to be like Malcolm. You said that the black man was God, but by your ways you seemed just like another fraud. You even preached about black economics. Just still a slave to them white folks in your pocket. I thought you wanted to be like Malcolm. You said you was going to electrify your own people by missing your own socket. I thought you wanted to be like Malcolm. 
can't even control your own emotions. You're up and down like hydraulics. I thought you wanted to be like Malcolm. And I know you feel a little phony when you're out drinking with your white homies. Because another nigga just got killed and they caught it on camera. And what you gonna do? Just rent and share a post? Just so people can come in and be like, damn, little Tom Tom woke. I thought you wanted to be like Malcolm. Be real, young brother. Even though you said that Malcolm was your hero, you nothing but another miseducated Negro.